You're listening to I Heard It on the 806, a podcast by John Bowers. In this episode, John talks about some of the miracles he has witnessed throughout his years of obedience to the Lord. You heard the podcast on Herb Christensen's miraculous touch of God when he had 24 hours to live in the hospital and went out to make 35 trips to Russia, ministering to eight prisons in Siberia during the winter months. Now I'm going to take you to two more miraculous healings that I saw with my eyes. So the church needs to wake up and realize that Jesus is still healing today. Jesus is still working miracles today. And it's time we quit just going, having a few songs of praise, listening to a nice sermon, and coming home and eating a little lunch and starting Monday all over again to do it again on the weekend. Let's do something like Herb did. Let's go save thousands of souls. You don't have to go to Siberia, but maybe next door. Who knows what God's going to call you to do? But he called me that night in the middle of a rainstorm in Oregon to go to Albany, Oregon, to the intensive care ward, because Iris Krupp, one of our church members at Christ Center, was dying in the hospital, and the family asked me to come. So I arrived to find that the room was filled with the Mennonite family that she was raised in, and many of the Mennonites were, were the old traditional Mennonite group. Lovely people, no many to this day, wonderful Mennonite believers. But they were in Iris's room. I would, Iris was in the bed and she was in a coma. And as I was being ushered to the room by the nurse, the nurse told me, she's going to pass any time tonight. And these ladies are in there loving her. Well, they weren't loving her. When I got in there, I was totally ignored. There was probably 12 in the room. They were planning her funeral. They were talking about the songs we're going to sing at the funeral. They were planning the dinner after the funeral. Mennonites are traditionally known for these wonderful fellowship dinners on anniversaries, birthdays, weddings, and funerals. So they were planning her funeral. They were talking about what dress they would have her in. They were talking about what kind of a casket she would be in. And I'm listening to this and I'm thinking to myself, oh God, speak to me. I didn't come up here to listen to this. And he says, tell everybody to leave. So I says, uh, ladies, if I may have your attention. And they all knew who I was. I says, can I have your attention? I'd like to spend a little time with Iris by myself. So they all left. One left under protest, but we won't get into that. So as the door finally closed, I went over to Iris's bed and I took her hand and I says, Iris, I know you hear me. Now I'm speaking because of what I've heard the Lord tell me. The Lord said, she's hearing you speak to her, prophesy to her. So I said, Iris, the Lord has spoken to me. You're not to die. This is not your time to die. You're to go to sleep tonight now. I know you hear me. You're to go to sleep tonight and you're to wake up tomorrow morning and you're to call me and you're to come home the next day. Now, again, for you listening, here goes crackpot John Bowers again. I'm just telling you, listen to the podcast before you hang up on me. And I left. And as I left, I was only in there maybe for five minutes. I prayed with her, laid hands on her head and prayed. 
and just wanted to confirm what God had spoke to me. And I left. And as I'm leaving, they immediately rush in as if I had stolen something. Next morning, eight o'clock in the morning, I'm having coffee with my wife. Phone rings. Hi, John, this is Iris. I woke up just like you told me to. I went to sleep just like you told me to. John, I was listening to them prepare my funeral and I was screaming at them, no, 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 but they couldn't hear me. And John, when you took my hand and said, Iris, go to sleep, wake up tomorrow morning, you're to live and not die. This is not your time to, to die. And then you said something interesting. You said, Iris, do you believe me? If you believe what the Lord's told me, receive it and live. And she said, right then, I said, I receive it, Lord, and I will live. This is not my time to die. She lived some 10 years later, served in the church, told her testimony to many people. And it was an amazing, amazing example of God's healing throughout the Mennonite church. So Mennonites started coming to Christ Center. They wanted to see what in the world was going on. And we had a phenomenal move of God through the Mennonite church in the, Hall, in the Albany, Halsey Shed, Harrisburg area. But Iris Krupp was one of those miraculous stories. And I would say to the church, be careful when you speak with somebody in a coma, assuming they're already gone because the doctors say they only have a short time to live. You never know when God speaks, miracles happen. Second miracle I want to share with you about the mighty touch of God's healing power was a high school kid that had just graduated from Harrisburg High School. He was a baseball pitcher, star on the team, had a chance to go professional, had a tremendous wicked fastball, great sinker, was just a popular, popular kid. And one night he's traveling down the road. He had gone to a wrong kind of party. He had taken on some drugs and in his hallucination, opened the door going 70 miles an hour and jumped out. Rolled and rolled and rolled and rolled down the ditch, breaking bones, fracturing all kinds of things. And that next morning I get a call from one of my elders who was his, who was his principal in the school and loved Jimmy. And he was crying and he told me the story. And he says, John, I, I need you to go with me because he was a brand new baby Christian. And he said, I don't know how to deal with this. So he said, would you go with me to the hospital? So he picked me up and I went to the hospital with him. And when we got to the hospital, the same Sacred Heart Hospital that Herb had his surgery in, we went right up to the intensive care ward. And there were people jammed everywhere. Students were up there. There was people everywhere. And I went to the phone there at the intensive care ward, and I picked the phone up, and I said, uh, Pastor John here. They know, they know who I was at the hospital. I said, I'm here to see Jimmy. And I've got one of my elders with me. And they said, sure, come on in. So I went through the doors, and they ushered me back to where Jimmy was laying on a bed. Absolutely looked like a mummy. All, everything about his body was wrapped up. They had tubes running down his nose, down his throat, and he was motionless. And he had been motionless. He was in a coma since they brought him in. And the nurse told me, she said, you know, it only is a, it's only a matter of time. 
now he, there's no way he can live. His, his dad and his sister were on the opposite side of the bed when we got there. And the Lord spoke to me and he said, don't greet anybody. Minister to Jimmy immediately with the prayer of salvation. So I quickly went to his side and I said, Jimmy, my name's John Bowers. I'm the pastor of Christ Center. I'm here to tell you that Jesus loves you and he wants your soul to be saved. So pray this prayer. Jesus, come into my heart. Save my soul. I confess I'm a sinner and I repent of my sins. Jesus, I believe that God raised you from the dead and you died that I might live. And I accept you right now as my savior. Amen. I backed off and God says, now ask for a sign. And I'm going, oh, God, why do you do this to me? Ask for a sign. And I said, Jimmy, give me a sign that you just prayed that prayer. Up comes this mummy-wrapped hand, and he waves it in the air, puts it back down. And his sister screams and said, he hears us. And she said, Jimmy, did you pray that prayer? He lifts his hand again and waves it in the air. His father starts crying. Immediately, both of them said, can we get saved right now? I took my elder's hand, I took the sister's hand, I took the father's hand, I leaned across the body of Jimmy, who was in a mummy state, and I led them in the same sinner's prayer. And when we finished praying, Jimmy's bottom hand came under our hands, his top hand came on top, and he shook all of our hands, and within just a few hours was in heaven. The salvation plan of God is so awesome. He heals. He waits until the soul has a chance to get saved. And in that case, Jimmy had a choice to reject him and go to hell, to receive him and go to heaven. And we watched the miracle. That miracle spread like Iris's miracle spread. And souls got saved because of it. Because Jesus heals for a reason to get his word out so that other souls can be saved. You've been listening to the I Heard It on the 806 podcast with John Bowers. Make sure you don't miss an episode by subscribing wherever you listen. To learn more about John Bowers, this podcast, and to find out how you can get a copy of his new book, I Heard It on the 806, go to IHeardItOnThe806.com. This has been an Avenue 153 production.